happening guys uh, finally here welcome to film junkie live on your uh, hump day wednesday november 9th jays sorry about that i apologize i'll explain what happened in a minute here there's a couple things jays couple things but uh anyways uh here let's talk about some things and uh smash that like thumbs up make sure you guys subscribe to the channel if you want to become a member hit that join button we do a members only stream after every wednesday stream so take a part of that do all that and then of course get all the sock maids the patreon if you want to support there all that stuff all right well you guys have been chatting for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. So I gotta find a good spot here. I mean, you guys have just been having like a little party, which is good. Which is good. So mm, let's see here. Hey, here I am. Oh, oh, we should probably turn that on. There we go. What's going on, Eric? We got Ms. Nighthawk Steph right here. Um, he's been keeping the chat up, which I appreciate. And then we got Mr. Jason right here. Hey, yeah, finally. Yes, I know, Ryan. I'm here. That's what happens when you outsource. I <laughs> right. Oh, what's going on? Rosemary, we got Rhea right here. We got David Milana. That's right. And do what she says. Hit that like, thumbs up. All right. One of the few times... I know, right? It's all your fault. Just saying. Uh, Dane, what's going on? We got Jada McRae. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hello, hello, Amparo. All right. Who else we got? Liking the music? That's good. I was afraid. Nip. I almost resorted to uh, just going on StreamYard, you know, but that didn't happen, thankfully. We got Mr. ACS Anthony right here. What's going on, sir? Good to see you. All right, we got Peace Casey. All right, we got Johnny Gun right here. My film junkie boner won't go down. Well, that's good. Uh, hopefully, I can keep it up. Um, I don't know how to respond to that. It's a little interesting. Uh, the new job is going great, actually. Pretty fantastic. Like, it's, uh, I'm busier. I'm way busier, but, you know, making more money and less headaches. That's what you can ask for. I don't mind being busy, er, but, uh, you know, the it's the frustration of, like, just stupidity and headaches. I just get left alone and do my job. And, yeah, like I said, more money. More money, more problems. Eh, hopefully not. All right. We've got Disneyland, dude. Yes. That's right. Hill Valley, 1985. Go, go, Hill Valley alumni Bulldogs, I guess. Anyways, we got uh, J was it Havoy, Havoy, Javoy. Good to see you. We got Nikki right here too. Captain Gator girl. Good to see you. XO Wave, release that A your freaking cut. All right, and we got it. Let's see. We got hello, darling. Oh, we got we got it. Well, sorry. What you think? Uh, Superman, Donna Justice appear appearance by. Momoa Lobo, Donna Joe, Superman. You mean Donna Hope? Because for some reason there's already a title without a script. Okay, Draga's here. We got uh, Niner for Life here too. Uh, let's see, Salmatia right there. Hello, darling. We got Stephanie T also here. Tim. We got Brian. Damn it, beat me to it. A shirt. Shirt's been on my wish. Yeah, get it, get it, get it. It's a great shirt. All right, guys. Well, sorry about that. Hey, also, Jose is here. Good to see you. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, appreciate it. Again, uh, smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed, all that stuff, you know. Oop, there we go. Uh, make sure you subscribe. do all that. Like I said, we'll do a post-show members-only stream after this. You can pick my brain a little bit more. So basically what happened, guys, was, well, uh, my, my camera wouldn't connect to my computer because it needs to connect to stay on. It's connected hardwired for, you know, the quality, but it needs to connect to stay on. And for some reason, um, I bumped my router and it un just bare like un un you know just disconnected a little bit my computer. So that was the reason why. And I restarted my computer and everything. And I'm going, you got to be kidding me. It was because of that. So I restarted my computer, got everything all organized again, and then Streamlabs, my OBS, doesn't want to open. It just does not want to open. I'm like clicking, clicking. It doesn't want to open. So I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So then I restarted my computer again, <laughs> again. 
So that's why that's what was happening. So one of it was my fault because I think I just bumped it earlier and didn't realize it got disconnected or something. I think I need to get a new Ethernet cable for sure because if it slipped out that easily. So anyways, um, but we're here. Uh, we're here. We're queer and we're going to be um, doing some uh, doing some uh, movie talk. So. All right, here we go. So here, uh, let's see. All right, we're good. But yeah, to hopefully no technical difficulties. Every, everything should be good from now on. And uh, yeah, that's right. All right, here we go. All right, so boop, boop, boop. And let's see. Oh, yeah, see, that's one thing I forgot too. Mm, hold on. Okay, we're going to be talking about Momoa. I tell you, I didn't think I was going to be talking about Jason Momoa so much this week. I was not going to I did not think we were going to be talking about Jason Momoa this much this week. But hey, here we are. Nothing wrong with that, I guess. Right. All right. Let me get the tweets in order. Forgot to get the tweets going here. All right. Where are we starting? We're starting. We're starting right here. OK, we're going to start right here when it comes to the tweets. Here we go. All right, guys. Well, first off, we got Barbarian director Zach Krager. Um, I, I thought this was funny right here because it says Barbarian director Zach Krager is willing to meet with James Gunn to talk about his secret DC script. I would certainly love to meet him and have the conversation. There's no secret. There's absolutely no secret. We know it's a Batman script. So why are they calling a secret script? It's not a secret script. I mean, I guess that's just clickbaity. I don't know. It was just kind of funny when I saw that. I'm like, secret? We know it's Batman. Yeah, if you guys didn't know, he wrote like a Batman script and um, and he wants to like pitch it. I don't know why he what what, what he thinks is going to happen, because, hey, guess what? We have two Batman happening right now, three technically. So I don't know if that's going to be be able to fit somewhere, but maybe in the future. Who knows? I don't know. That's just pretty interesting. And then if you want some heartwarming stuff right here, hey, we got uh, this video right here. We tweeted last night. Ravens before the game. Um uh, Mr. Of course, um, uh, Mr. Jackson, Lamar Jackson, uh, met up with uh, Landon, who has a heart condition, and uh, this is what happened right here. What's up? I got someone here to see you. Aww. <laughs> Just one of those heartwarming things, man. How you doing? He didn't want to let him go. Just to just to hit you in the heartstrings, just to pull at the heartstrings a little bit. So <laughs> he had no clue. He had no clue. How you doing, bro? You good? Yeah. Pretty cool or what? I like the jersey too, dog. So there you go. Thought that was heartwarming. Cleansing cleansing the twitter uh timeline right there and then i don't know if this is real or not but hey <laughs> maybe it is here's like uh, what we didn't see on that shazam poster apparently i don't know that looks pretty cool ayo anyways uh continuing on and then here's another thing too if you want to see a uh you know you want to see some golden retrievers you want to see the golden retriever um little cub right here try to sneak up on i don't know it's just adorable He's sneaking up, even though he's looking directly at him. But, hey, that's adorable. There you go. Got to love that. Golden Retriever is awesome. And then we got Hot Toys right here. Has a uh, full-on detailed hot toy of, of course, the new Black Panther, which I'm seeing tomorrow. Uh, I think we all know who exactly is going to be in there, too. So, yeah. That, that, that. Let's see. What else we got? Hey, what what is going on with this? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, 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 when it comes to Ironheart, you know, I, I, I've not really, um, I mean, I know about the character. I know a little bit about the character, but I've never really, you know, collected anything or read anything that has Ironheart in it. But apparently this is what the, uh, the Ironheart suit's going to be looking like. And I'm just kind of going like, what? I mean, uh, how are we feeling about this here? Iron fart. Nice one. Colonizer Jeebus. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, that was actually pretty funny. I mean, obviously. But, yeah, Goku, Power Rangers, or Baymax, uh, you know, when it comes from uh, Hero 6, uh, something like that. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like I remember seeing images, and I don't remember the images being quite like this when it came to Ironheart, but I'm just kind of going like, wow, they are just, this is like totally disney this shit right here. But at the same time, am I in the wrong? Like, you know, 
Ironheart character, Riri is just a... She's young, so they wanted to, uh, to her, for her to appeal to a younger audience. So, hey, let's do this kind of thing right here. I don't know. It's just like, it did, it, it, yeah, a lot of people are, you guys are not really liking it, right? Uh, he is shaped like a heart. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, she is shaped like a heart. Um, so maybe that's what they were going for, really. But it just, I don't know. When, it, when you look at Iron Man, you seem like, yeah, he could move a lot right here. It doesn't seem like she can raise up her shoulders in this. I don't know. I mean, I get it that there's that has something to do with the flight thing and everything, but it's just I, I don't know. I'm just not really not really digging this design. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, it's just <laughs> God, Lord. Yeah, I think they did. Jose, did they put cornrows in her helmet? I mean, I know she has cornrows, but they actually put the cornrows in the helmet. I I mean, that's just kind of on the nose right there. Um, you know, I mean. Uh, the suit is cultural appropriating, I guess. I don't know how we want to put that. I don't know what's happening here. But, uh, okay, I guess we'll move on. Metroid, yes. It's, uh, I don't know, I'm not really liking that design really uh, that much at all. But uh, I guess we'll, uh, I'm still going to watch the Ironheart series and watch, of course, Wakanda Forever tomorrow. But, my God. Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on to something pretty cool right here from Aaron Bailey making his own little Batman co Batman right here. Just random art. Uh, but, I mean, it's not necessarily Batfleck. It's not necessarily anything. It's just Batman. It's a Batman design, and it looks pretty cool. So, good job, Mr. Bailey. And then we got of... Um we got Nicotina right here. He uh, posted, right, he said the last available Snyderverse story will be told in 2022. Yeah, um, right after the air cut comes out. Just kidding. Uh, the last available Snyderverse story. Okay, so he's just going to be talking about this. Donate to AFSB. They're going to be releasing, of course, the ultimate version of all of Justice League, of their Justice League project, Justice League. Ultimate edition is going to be coming out, so... Be on the lookout for that. We got a new trailer for John Wick 4 that's going to be dropping tomorrow, so that'll be cool. And then I thought this was hilarious because, you know, our, our, our lovely governor, Governor Dusham, as I call him, because he's not that great of a governor when it comes to California. That's why California is sinking into the Pacific Ocean. He posted this picture right here, which just looks creepy as all fuck. I mean, what the hell is happening here? I mean... Not that he looks like, okay, um, he's got extra, you know, he's got his extra, like, slick back hair that he uses, like, bulges or something for, for it. His, um, he got the spray tan that hasn't really took yet, or maybe he tanned because he's looking a little red. He's smiling at his family, and his family looks awkward. I don't know. It's just all weird. I, that's why I zoomed in on these two kids, because the two kids are us. The two kids are us, because we're like, oh, great. You're gonna, if you're going to win again, we have to deal with you even more for another term. That's great. So, uh, anyways, we don't need to talk about tribalism day yesterday. We don't need to do that. But just thought that was funny. His kids, were <laughs> those two boys were like, what? Those two boys were like, yeah, I don't want to be here. I really don't want to be here. So, children of the corn, a little bit right there. Jeez, I tell you. And, hey, okay, let's listen to Henry Cavill. Because we love to hear Henry Cavill talk and talk about Superman. So this is what he had uh, Rotten Tomatoes posted this right here. This is the great thing about what we do. It's, it's one of those things where we go off the audience, we go off the feed, we go off the success of stuff, we go off the feel of things, and, and we go off the storytelling. And it's never a quick answer. And so watch this space. We'll watch see what space. happens. Um, it's a very exciting time for DC. And I, I feel very privileged to be so. a part of it. I'm all for looking for making sure that that the storytelling is true to the nature of what superheroes are, which is giving people an opportunity to have a great time watching something in the cinema. It's or It's going to be a party. Um, hopefully in the cinema, because these are such big bombastic movies. It's great hopefully to see in the cinema. <laughs> and, of course it'll and be. And then leave the cinema feeling good and not only feeling good, but feeling like they want to do good. And that's the beauty of superheroes, is that they represent the, the best of us in different degrees and different facets of. And so to leave the cinema feeling that way, I think can only, one, it just, it just feels amazing. It feels amazing to want to go do nice things. And then when you do, the feeling you get, because people feel great when you do nice stuff to them. And that makes you yes. feel good. And it becomes this to perpetual them. cycle, which <laughs> I'm sure every generation says, them. but... I, I think we need that right now. And I think it'd be really helpful. So that's 
That's all that I really care about. Uh, whatever happens, as long as we end up giving the audience that, that's the key. There you go. That's the key right there. So exclusivo, Superman will take on Elon Musk in the sequel. That's what's going to happen, right? That's what some people are thinking, right? Now, um, no, that was good. It's good. It's good to hear Henry talk about that. I could listen to that man talk forever. I mean, obviously, it's the accent and everything. I always love it, though. It's always a funny thing because, you know, us crazy dumb Americans right here, we always call it the movie theater. The movie theater and everywhere else is like, it's the cinema. It's a cinema. It's a cinema, which is a better word. You know, it's one word three syllables, cinema, you know, and then it's, uh, instead of movie theater, you know, it's, we use two words for some reason. We, let's go to the movie theater. Let's go to the movie theater. You never hear anybody in America go like the cinema. I know that's the one thing that I'm going to talk about when it comes to this. No, everything else sounds great. Sounds great. What he said, he wants to give us a great Superman film and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we don't have to wait as long. It's going to be probably at least two years, but he had some good words to say right there. So anyway, so there you go. Henry Cavill, talking right there more about superman and uh the excited time that dc is going through right now all right and then we got uh see this is what even though that james gunn might be uh more active on this whatever the hell the uh um, whatever the, 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 the liberal, the, I guess the liberal social media now, cause it's all divided. You got a, you got a conservative social media, you got a liberal social, social media because everybody's just, everybody's hypocrites and they just want to leave. Um, anyways, um, so uh, over, uh, I forgot what it's called. I don't know. I forgot what it's called. Anyways, uh, James Gunn answered, uh, have you contacted Matt Reeves yet? And he said, of course, it was, he was one of my first phone calls after the announcement. So James Gunn reached out to Matt Reeves, which, of course, he did. I mean, obviously, why wouldn't he? Um, and then we got uh, 15 years ago today, No Country for Old Men came out in theaters. Of course, the Academy Award winner of that year. Excellent film. Excellent film. Um, we got Jay Oliva right here. Somebody asked him, uh, which uh, I can't see because they have me blocked, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it was something in the, along the lines of like what's going on with like the Norse God stuff. What's going on with all the animated stuff that he's going to be doing that he's supposed to be doing with Zack Snyder. And uh, he responded with Ask Netflix. And a lot of us went, uh oh, that doesn't sound too good. But. He answered, he responded, he was responding to people. He said, no one can say anything unless Netflix marketing gives the green light. That's normal throughout all of the studios. So until you hear Netflix announce, announce it, you won't hear anything from myself, Zach, the actors, or anyone else involved with the series. That's how it goes. So we clarified because, yeah, when you go at, I mean, that's the thing. I think he realized, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have answered like that. When you, somebody's asking you about that stuff and he goes, well, just ask Netflix. <laughs> if, you know, obviously what we do, we always go, we always think about the worst thing. We're like, oh my God, it's not happening. You know, and we start freaking out. And then he's like, oh shit, oh shit. I shouldn't have said that. And then he clarified it by saying like, oh, oh no, no, no. This is what I meant. Let me clarify. So hopefully all that, the Norse God um, uh, anime series and uh, Las Vegas, hopefully that was happening. Uh, because those, I'm getting worried about that stuff. Really getting worried about that. Uh, then we got right here, John Ali right here. I don't know if he uh, made this, but this is pretty cool. I don't know. Maybe he didn't, but it was like Oli Beyond. At Oli Beyond made this little graphic right here, of course, for for uh, the air cut showing the uh, the canister right there. And I love that it's got the, uh, the X's and, of course, like, uh, the ha 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 and the teeth and everything and it says uh air you know kind of like in the vein of uh the poster for the snyder cut thought that was pretty cool oh man heroes right here heroes exclusive snl staff writers boycott over Chappelle's hosting gig yeah if you guys didn't know dave Chappelle is actually going to be hosting saturday night live this this weekend which i thought wow i'm surprised they're actually going to do that but it's dave Chappelle, so i get it and uh, apparently some of the writing staff is going to uh, boycott. So that means the, the show is going to be the funniest one in the last six years. Probably. I don't know. Dave Chappelle should just write the entire show. He could just sit there and tell stories. The ratings will shoot through the fucking roof. So let's face it. Saturday Night Live has lost its mojo. Got a little too political on one side. You know, it used to make fun of all sides. Back in the day, now it doesn't. Now it just leans one side because that's the way things are nowadays. 
And uh, it hasn't been that funny, even though they started to, like, take jabs at the, uh, you know, Biden and all that stuff recently. But, yeah, they're going to be uh, boycotting. And it's just like, okay. So I don't think anybody really cares because literally Dave Chappelle, for the entire run of the episode, could just talk and tell stories and people would tune in and listen. So go for it. Heroes. Such heroes. Uh, the Time Variance uh, Authority, TVA, along with uh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. Agent Morbius will play a key role in Deadpool 3. Apparently, they're going to be uh, utilizing this. I don't know. You know, this is just a rumor, so don't take it, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But, yeah, apparently uh, Owen Wilson's uh, Agent Morbius. Mobius. I said Morbius. <laughs> it's Morbin time. Uh, Mobius. Uh, and then of course the TVA is going to be, uh, playing, uh, playing a part in Deadpool 3. So it's Deadpool 3. So we might see some Owen Wilson in there. Wow. Deadpool. Wow. So that's good. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is tracking to earn $365 million, uh, worldwide box office. So in one weekend, it's going to make as much as Black Adam is making in a month. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had to say it. I had to say it. Sad. Sad. But if this is the projection right here, I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's a Black Panther sequel comparing to Black Adam, uh, you know, an anti-hero kind of movie. But it's just kind of, yeah, that's a projection, though, right there when it comes to uh, <laughs> Wakanda Forever making uh, that much, making that much right there. So, okay, well... We'll see what happens. Of course, I'll be doing a box office video Sunday morning. Sunday morning. All right. All right. So there you go, guys. Oops. Oops. Turn off the music. Turn off the music. We're good. Man, it's going to be that. Of course, they, uh, they are. We'll see how it holds up. I'm predicting a mixed bag with the audience. You're predicting a mixed bag. I don't know. You know, it's a movie that's going to be showing a lot of grief and stuff. I think I think what audiences might not like about it is the runtime. You know, it's two hours and 41 minutes. So I think that's the biggest thing that people might complain about is it might be a little too long for certain people. But um, I, I don't see I, I still see the audience like, you know, giving it a pretty good score, pretty decent score. So but uh, yeah, it's going to. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of funny. It's like, mm, man. Where's uh, Black Adam right now? I don't even think it's at that much yet worldwide. But, you know, what could he do? As long as, we, you know, the biggest thing is we got Superman back. We got James Gunn that's going to be, like, teasing all kinds of shit. And uh, so let's talk about some of that stuff right now. Of course, let's talk about Jason Momoa because Jason Momoa has been the topic of conversation this week, which, you know, nothing wrong with that. We all love, um, we all love Mr. Momoa. Um, and yes, I know you guys were commenting about my thumbnail choice. I don't know. I just found it and I was like, that's funny. I'll use that. I don't know what he's doing when he's just like, you know, he's grabbing his, uh, chichis and doing this. I don't know why. Um, but I just thought that was funny because, you know, just with the conversation, I was like, I was looking for a goofy Jason Momoa pick for the thumbnail. And I think I found a good one. So I think I'm good. Um, anyway, so when it comes to uh, when it comes to the maestro, when it comes to well, first off, his reaction, Jason Momoa's reaction to uh, Lobo, to uh, to um, James Gunn posting Lobo on social media on that other social media app. So here it is, right here. All right. So let's listen to this. You mentioned your dream with James Gunn and Peter Safran. I saw James post Lobo. Are those two? Did things? he really? He posted a photo of Show Lobo. Me. He posted a photo Show of Lobo me. on Mastodon to say I'm on this app too with a, a tease of Lobo. Are, huh. Is your statement in his post connected at all? Huh. Hmm. Fair enough. Well, everyone knows I'm a comic book fan, and so the comic that I collect the most, and I have every comic there is, you can do your research and find out what it is. What? That's all he said. Say that again. Well, everyone knows I'm a comic book fan, and so the comic that I collect the most, and I have every comic there is, you can do your research and find out what it is. See? Who's done the research? Anybody yet? I don't know. But it almost sounds like, I mean, what I said yesterday when we were talking about this is like, is he going to be playing Lobo as well? That would be insane if that's the case. That would be absolutely insane. But, Yeah. So he's basically, I just love his reaction. I just love Jason Momoa's reaction right there. He's like, what? Show me, show me. 
as he's wearing his Bill Cosby sweater. I know Bill Cosby, I shouldn't say that name, but I'm just like <laughs> Jason Momoa and his wardrobe to- choices. It's just, it's always funny. Anyways, but you know, he just kind of was like, I don't know. I don't know how to take that reaction of him just like kind of talking like the way that he talked. And he apparently he's been he's collected every issue of whatever the the DC dream come true that he's going to be getting. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Uh, you get your get your guess is as good as mine, but it just does seem like it's Lobo. But then there was also people that were responding saying that uh, a dream come true role that he wanted to play was the Crow, and that didn't happen. We all we all know that Bill Skarsgård ended up doing that, uh, the reboot, which is interesting. I, I thought Momoa was going to be a good choice for that, but yeah. So apparently there's that, and then uh, and then right here we had Mr. Uh, Mr. O'Connell, or no, it wasn't O'Connell, it was uh, Mr. Adam Holmes right here from uh, Cinema Blend, who posted this, uh, posted the interview that they had with Jason Momoa too, talking, asking about the maestro. Who's the maestro? So first off, when it came to uh, the two videos that were surfacing around yesterday, they asked him about that. They asked him about the, um, they asked him about the, um, the first video that he posted talking about remember November 6th. And this is what he said right here uh, when it came to that. And then, of course, talking about in a press junk and talking about a D.C. Uh, project. He said those two have no relation. It was two days of amazing news. That one is like beyond that one trumps the D.C. one. So there you go. So whatever that is, trumps the D.C. one right there. And then when they asked about the maestro and if it was Zack Snyder, he said, no, 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 no. You have to dig deeper. It's the Holy Grail, and it's different than the DC thing. And I really can't say anything. That's it. So there you go. Told you. <laughs> and I was like, nah, it's not Zack Snyder. And I was like, nah, I don't think it's Andy Muschietti. Um, you know, from what I gather, it's gonna be, it's gonna have something. Whatever that thing on November 6th. I think it has something to do with the show that he's been wanting to work on that might be something that has to do with Hawaii. I don't know. Like, uh, that's what I was hearing about. And I I remember mentioning that on my Patreon earlier this week when all this stuff was coming out. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, when it comes to all that, there's, there's something interesting about that. I'll talk about it more on the, the post show member stream. So, um, you know, I'll give you a little bit more tea on that, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, yeah, it was just, it was just a bad timing of both of those videos, you know? So everybody's just kind of going like, what is he talking about here? And then all of a sudden a press junket comes out for his new movie. And then he starts like going, oh yeah, James Gunn, Peter Saffron, they're going to be doing a, a project that it's a dream come true and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like going, okay. So a lot of us were just assuming that it was the same thing, but they're two entirely different things. So when it comes to whoever Maestro is over there, it's going to be somebody we don't know who it is. It's, it might be a long, a long, you know, a, a friend that he's known forever, a family member. I don't know. Um, but I know there's, yeah, I just would not be surprised it had something to do. Because I remember, I think it was announced a while ago, right, that he was going to be doing some kind of TV show with all of it. And uh, there was a little bit of complications that might have happened and maybe it all got cleared up. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Clarified. The maestro is not Zack Snyder. It's not Andy Muschietti. And it's kind of funny too, because I saw so many people just running with the fact that it was Zack Snyder. And I'm just like going, guys, let's, I mean, I'm a fan too, but you guys are just, just, just pump the brakes. Not everything has to do with Zack Snyder. Not everything has to do with Zack Snyder. But it's always funny, though, too, when you have, like, uh, some people, like, the you know, that just well, wholeheartedly go, like, there it is, 100% confirmed, it's all restored, and you're just going, all right, well, you're going to look dumb in a couple of days, and now they look dumb, and it's just like, yeah, I mean, I wish it was, but at the same time, it's like, use this, use that, it's not that. But still, up in the air a little bit about the uh, the DC project dream come true. I don't know, Lobo. Some people are really thinking that he might be playing Lobo too, and that would be that would be like I said yesterday. I was going that would be something entirely different to have <laughs> to have a to have an actor play two big characters in a universe. That's never been done before. I just, maybe, maybe, you know what? There's a thing too that maybe when it comes to that, that maybe he's not playing Lobo, but maybe he's going to be producing it. I don't know. Maybe he's going to be writing it. That could be a thing too. He could have a lot of, um, 
a lot of input when it comes to that movie. Maybe he's not exactly playing it, and they're going to have an entirely different actor, of course, but maybe he's just going to have some kind of involvement. Maybe he's going to direct it. That could be it, too. He could be directing the project, for all we know. You know, as much as he would probably love to play the character, but it's like, hey, you're already Aquaman. Uh, maybe he'll be directing it. Maybe he's going to take a turn on. I don't know if they actually would want to do that. You know, it's like, hey, I don't know. It's just all everything's just very much up in the air. Or maybe there's going to be. OK, so or maybe see my brain is kind of going right now. If Lobo was going to be showing up in like Peacemaker season two or showing up in suicides, I don't know. Maybe he's just going to have a writing credit or maybe he direct an episode of Peacemaker that's going to involve Lobo. I don't know. There's just so many things that are up in the air. So he does look like Lobo. He definitely does. So I don't know. There's just so many things, so many things that uh, so many possibilities right there. Uh, yeah, I'm anti-Snyder. I'm totally anti-Snyder. Frosty the Snowman. It could be that. It could be that. So I'm just seeing what you guys are saying right here. It's because you're thinking, uh, okay, that's the wrong. Uh-oh. Oh, you guys are getting down and dirty right there. So maybe he'll produce it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If there's a Lobo thing that's going to be happening. I just don't think there's going to be a Lobo movie. It just doesn't sound like that that would be the case. Lobo would have to be the villain in something, whether it's Superman, Suicide Squad, Peacemaker. I don't know. I just don't see a Lobo movie. I don't know. It's just very, it's very strange. Damn it. Damn it. Jason Momoa, stop teasing. Our balls are blue. Our balls are blue. All right. Now let's talk about some stocks. Let's talk about the uh, the Disney stocks. There's a new article uh, that came out today, and it's not the only one we're going to be talking about. This new article right here, though, from uh, Deadline says, Disney stock plunges 13% to new multi-year low on earnings miss, weak profit outlook. Whoa-oh. Oh, Disney stock Closed at $86.75 a share, down uh, more than 13% as investors punished the company for its disappointing quarterly earnings report. Disappointing. The single-day plunge was the biggest for Disney shares since the onset of, of COVID in the U.S. in March of 2020, and then when it also fell 13%. The, sh uh, the shares have fallen more than 43% in uh, 2020 to date, compared with a drop of less than 10% of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. So we got that. So Disney's in the shitter. And, um, well, let's. Uh, I was going to have it up, but I don't have it up now either. But uh, that's not the only thing that's dropped, too. Warner Brothers Discovery, their stock has dropped to an all-time low as well. <laughs> It's under 10 bucks now. It's like $9 and something cents. I forgot. Hold on. Let me look it up real quick. I, I had it up, but, you know, I don't want to pull it up right now because I'm going to, because when I, if I pull up my uh, thing right here, you guys going to see my uh, portfolio. I got to keep that under wraps, you know? Um, so right now, where is WBD? It closed at, uh, yeah, today it's at $9.76, which is a pretty, uh, that's pretty low as well. It took a dip. It took a dip. Uh, it's the lowest it's been in the past year. And uh, in the past five years, it's at a pretty much low. You know what's funny? WBD, w Warner Brothers at the time, had a big, huge spike in Mar on March 19th of 2021. It got up to $77.27. Gee, what came out around that time? Huh? What came out around that time? I think a certain little uh, movie got released around that time. Now, I'm not saying that that's the reason why, but hey, it is kind of weird how it did spike up when that happened. But yeah, so uh, both of these stocks are down. Both of these stocks are uh, significantly down. And I keep on telling you guys, obviously, when it comes to Warner Brothers, they're always going to be front and center with bad decisions because everybody, you know, everybody who uh, hates Elon Musk also hates David Zaslav, I've noticed. It's just like a correlation, it seems. And so they constantly want to shit on David Zaslav big time because he's evil, too. Uh, he's not quite as evil as Elon Musk, but he's evil. So and he doesn't know how to do numbers. He doesn't know anything. You know, these guys don't know anything they're not that smart even though they're billionaires um you know so they obviously want to put that at the forefront but disney has been laying off people facebook there's been all these companies are laying off people i mean that's the thing it's like the pandemic really effed a lot of things up so people are going to be laying i mean netflix is still not out of the water out of the cash flow problem that they have 
there's they keep laying off people you just don't hear about that you just mainly hear about warner brothers discovery but at least deadline talked about the uh the stock for disney that plunged big time and it's like how is that even possible well it's the same thing that happened with netflix they were just going hey show 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 all that stuff here you get a show you get a show you get a show you know it's always like just pump out as much as we can it's like yeah but you're not getting that much in return even though that they're like leading the streaming streaming war so I don't know. That's just the way that's that's just what's been happening when it comes to these companies. So stocks are down. Jeez. It's all going to become it's all going to come crashing down, guys. Pack your shit. It's going to turn into Mad Max. Constantine. All right. So we got Constantine, too. Uh, we're going to be going to a video also by Mr. Uh, Brandon Davis. Uh, he I get paid for sewing my neighbor's okay. stuff in my that's fun. Um, yeah, okay, so hold on. Garage. We got, a, we got, a, we got an ad right here. Turn that off. All right, so we got an ad right here. But, yes, we got uh, director Francis Lawrence. He confirms uh, some things right here in this interview. So let's go ahead and watch this after this uh, ad is uh, over with. Yeah, it's on the actual website. So we got to wait a little bit. But, yeah, he gives a little update when it comes to Constantine 2. How long is this freaking ad? It's long. It's long. Yeah. You know, got to make your money. Come on. There we All right. Hold on. There we go. We're back. We're good now. All right. So here we go. This is what he had to say right here. Make it full screen. Great first film. Okay. Oh, thank you. I should probably turn the volume back on. Constantine, man. Yeah. Great first film. You oh, thank you. A shot of the second one. How far along are you? Have you talked to Keanu? Have you got a script? Uh, we don't have a script. No, but, you know, Keanu and me and uh, and Akiva, you know, who, like, all worked on the first one together have been sort of trying over the years to, to get another one going. And we, like, finally... It's just been tricky because of the sort of DC vertigo world and who owns the characters and who has control of the characters mm. trying to get the sort of right permissions to go forward so That's we've all. got that but now we need the we need the story but we'd all love to do it and, uh, and on my way out, I gotta ask, Akiva's also going back for I Am Legend. That's one of my favorite movies, man. I love that work oh, you thanks. did there. Are you, have you talked to Will or anybody about going back with no, that? No, I haven't talked to them yet. Uh, I have spoken to Akiva a little bit about it, um, but you know, I think that one's also a ways away. But both, both, you know, I'd love to, to do another one of those, and I'd do another Constantine. It'd be great. You've spent so much time in that world. Constantine well, first. Director, but how do you think you possibly go back to that? Do you have any, any thoughts? Which, to which one? Honestly, I was talking about I Am Legend, but both that's a question that could yeah. apply to either you no, want to answer. I can't, like, no, I mean, because <laughs> like, I've heard some things about I Am Legend that we actually don't have much, oh, for, sure. you know, other than some sort of brainstorming things for Constantine. Fair but enough. yeah, I'm like sworn to secrecy on Fair I Am enough, Legend. Man. So there you go. So it seems like there's more happening with the I Am Legend sequel than the Constantine. It's like, yeah, we're just brainstorming on Constantine and still trying to figure out who owns what. And it, that kind of makes me nervous, too, because it's like, all right, so did, did they just announce the news of a Constantine 2 with Keanu Reeves just to soften some of the negative media out there that was happening with Warner Brothers Discovery? That's what makes me nervous. That's what I think was what, what, what the old regime did way too much was like, hey, we got to put something out there. So and so is in development. I mean, at one point there was a Lobo movie that was in development that Michael Bay was going to be directing. What the fuck happened with that? It just went out the door. That's what I kind of get worried about when it comes to this stuff. I mean. That's an update. Yes, cool, but it just sounds like, I mean, there's no script yet. There's nothing, I mean, like, hopefully that'll start kicking into gear. I mean, at least Keanu. Um, I mean, that's what, what is Keanu Reeves going to be promoting? Oh, yeah, he's got a John Wick 4 that's going to be coming out. So hopefully when it comes to that, but that's not till next year, then he's going to be, like, hopefully hyping up a Constantine sequel. So I don't know. We'll see. How do you... Uh, how do you do another I Am Legend once with that? Eh, there's always ways to do uh, certain things, you know. I think they'll figure it out, apparently. So, yeah. Okay, so. But we'll see. But that's your uh, Constantine 2 update right there. And then finally, Steven Spielberg chimes in on the whole streaming wars and the uh, day and date thing and HBO Max and everything like that. Mind you, remember, there was like a whole article that, that came out that was talking about how David Zaslav was having lunch uh, on the, the on the lot. Steven Spielberg was there. Christopher Nolan walked up, and there was like this whole thing. And people were talking about Steven Spielberg. Oh my God, what if he gets him to direct Superman? And then again, I'm going, what happened to the Blackhawk movie? I'm like, what? 
what happened to that? Again, another movie that was like, oh my God, he's going to be doing this very like off the off the cuff DC property that has to do with, you know, back in like what World War Two times or whatever the hell it was. And, you know, it's not about really super about a superhero. It's about this whole other team kind of thing. And, um, you know, uh, and it was going to be uh, directed by Steven Spielberg or he was going to be producing it or something like that. And that just kind of fell on the wayside. Like, whatever happened to that movie? And then, of course, then people were like, what if you directed Superman? That I mean, that would be insane if they got Steven Spielberg to direct, you know, a Superman movie. I just don't think that's in the cards. And, you know, the guy's the guy's pretty expensive. So I don't think that's going to be happening. But when it came to Steven Spielberg, he kind of chimed in. Oh, no. He chimed okay, in. Yeah. Oh, my God, these things. Um, he chimed in when it came to uh, the whole streaming platforms and everything like that. Here's a quote right here. He said, the pandemic created an opportunity for streaming platforms to raise their subscriptions to record-breaking levels and also throw some of my best filmmaker friends under the bus as their movies were unsur... Um, uh, sur- uh, I cannot say that word. Uh, not given theatrical releases. So basically just uh, unceremoniously, that's what the word is, uh, not given theatrical releases. They were paid off and the films were suddenly relegated to, in this case, HBO Max, the case I'm talking about. And then everything started to change. So he's basically going like, yeah, his filmmaker buddies... They got, hey, hey, they got paid off. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're going to put your movie on here. And of course, he's old school. And uh, he talks about this. He goes, I think older audiences uh, were relieved that they didn't have to step on sticky popcorn. But I really believe those same older audiences, once they got into the theater, the magic of being in a social situation with a bunch of strangers is a tonic. It's up to the movies to be good enough to get all the audience to say that uh, to each other when the lights come back up. He also said right here about Elvis, I found it, I found it encouraging that Elvis broke $100 million at the domestic box office. A lot of older people went to see that film, and that gave me hope that people were starting to come back to the movies as the pandemic becomes an endemic. Uh, I think movies are going to come back. I really do. Well, they're already kind of coming back right there. It's just uh, when it comes to his movie, The Fablemans, I don't know if people are going to be you know, going out to see that, but it'll probably get nominated for all kinds of awards and stuff like that. He's always... Uh, it wasn't last year. It was uh, West Side Story, right? He got nominated for all kinds of stuff. I didn't go see it. It, 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 didn't, it didn't do that well at the box office, but, but yeah, so Steven Spielberg throwing a little shade at the whole thing. Uh, basically, you know, when it comes to filmmakers like him, Nolan and whatnot, you know, they weren't all about what happened when it came to the, the day and date that was, uh, as much as a lot of us were okay with it. Like when we heard about it, we thought cool, but I mean, there's some filmmakers out there that thought, no, I mean, Patty Jenkins was not all about it, but then she ended up getting paid. Uh, you know, I remember there was a whole thing when it came to Scarlett Johansson with uh, black widow, uh, of course that handled, she got paid. I mean, there's a lot of things where. You know, just the way that they handled it. Again, what I always say is the fact that the pandemic just kind of just forced kind of forced all these studio, the studio's hands to be like, hey, streaming was always coming. But now you got to fucking, you know, you got to put it out there right now. So I don't know. Some people are, you know, a lot of people are embracing it in the biz. But of course, old school filmmakers like Steven Spielberg ain't gonna have it. So, you know, that's what he had to say. Little shade. Not too much. All right, so let's get to the questions here. All right, let me see. Is there anything on YouTube that I post on YouTube? I can't even remember. Um, I don't even know. Let's see. Yeah, I'm not even going to look because I don't have the window open because I had to reboot my damn computer twice. Let's just go to the Twitter questions. Quote to online. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, let's see what you guys have to say over here in the Twitter world. All right, Brad Caron, when do you think we'll hear news about new stuff, uh, new DC stuff being greenlit before the end of 2022 or next year? Yeah, definitely not the uh, not this year. We'll hear probably, probably what, Comic-Con next year maybe? Devon Wooter, hey Dave, are you watching a movie called She Said It Coming Out? What? You're watching a movie called She Said? It coming out on November 8th, 18th. The trailer looks interesting. She said, I don't know. I don't know. 
And are you worried about Black Panther 2 recast to Chadwick Boseman? People want someone else. Yeah, they should re They should recast him. I'm on the side of recasting him. Uh, called She Said. I don't even know. I don't even know what that, uh, yeah. But you're the plumber. Oh, uh oh, you guys are talking plumber jokes right now, huh? Eric, yo, Dave, I had a thought. Of course you did. Uh, the way to have Jason Momoa as the main man Lobo when he's already Aquaman would probably be to make it black label, don't you think? Nah, they wouldn't make it black label. Otherwise, you'd have to ask the question, how do they have Lobo interact with Aquaman? Um, technology has advanced quite a bit, Eric, so they could easily do it. Um, yeah, I don't think they would do that. Lobo would definitely have to be, uh, I mean, I don't think they would go full on black label with that because, you know, he's a co you know, he's an alien. I don't think they would do that. I think they could easily have them interact and everything, you know, like I said, the technology has advanced. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, on Monday, I mentioned Lobo when it came to James Gunn. Gun's future project ideas, and now that might be on the table with Momoa. Not sure how it can work, but I guess when in doubt, multiverse of madness. Oh, snap, that's already taken. What project would you like to see? I, I want to see it. I mean, I would like to see a Lobo. I just don't know if it's going to be centralized Lobo. So that's that's just me, though. I don't think it's going to be that. So. And then Jimmy, the Flash is coming seven months from now, so there is a chance to change the ending and if james gunn listens to the fans why didn't make a big campaign to bring affleck back dave well jimmy ben affleck is in the flash movie didn't know if you knew this uh he's also an aquaman didn't know if you knew that either so i don't know why there needed to be anything like that um yeah, he's not just a cameo in the flash either he plays like an actual you know he has a couple of couple of scenes so it's always weird when you get those kind of questions. I, I honestly think a lot of people just blocked the fact that Ben Affleck's Batman plays a role in the Flash movie and not just a cameo. <laughs> like, he's in scenes. Multiple. Okay? And now he's not in it throughout, but I just think a lot of people forget that he's actually in there. It's just always funny. I'm like, come on, guys. Come on, man. But, uh, you know... I don't think they're going to change the ending. There's already spent so much on the movie. The movie has been working. They might tweak some things. Uh, you know, they might tweak some things. I mean, you know, that guy's probably going to be showing up in it, actually with speaking parts, not just a silhouette or anything like that. Um, so, you know, I think uh, I think it'll all be okay. So, But anyways, um, all right. So to wrap up uh, the week right here, uh, to give my final thoughts of the week, Right here. Uh, well, Jason Momoa has been uh, the talk. Uh, James Gunn has been doing what I hope he was going to be doing and just teasing and answering people. Yes, he's on a different. He's uh, going to be, you know, he moved over to that. Uh, the other social media, which, you know, all those people that did that, they're just going to be coming back. You know, they're still going to be on Twitter. It's a, it's always funny when this stuff happens. Like, you know, at first it was uh, conservatives going away. Now it's liberals going away. And it's just like, you guys are just funny. It's like, you know, then you guys are just going to be coming back. That's just the way it is. It's just funny. The proclamation. I'm like, all right, I'm going to join this uh, because that's what my team did. Again, the tribalism is real. And, you know, it definitely is watching, even watching, um, just the outcome and seeing some of the meltdowns that were happening when it came to yesterday. And I don't I, I hate getting political, but it's just funny. What the only thing I would say is like when you proclaim that people like this country is going to shit, which, yeah, kind of is. But when you're just saying like people are suck, just let's just ask them why they're voting for, you know, for why, 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 why did they choose to vote for that person? Because there's people that are like, you know what, I've been voting this way. Maybe I should vote this way. A lot of people did that. And instead of just criticizing and thinking they were like an evil person, ask them why, you know, because some, I've had conversations with people and be like, why would why did you decide to go this way? Why did you decide to go that way? And people don't want to do that. They just want to like both sides just want to just throw shade at the other side. You know, it's just it's always funny. But anyways, back to the whole movie stuff. Uh, I just love the fact that James Gunn is doing what I was hoping that he would do, and he's being active on social media, not as active as he once was, of course, but I hope he continues to do that because that'll have he'll have the edge on what's happening over at Marvel because Kevin Feige doesn't do that. When it comes to Jason Momoa, I hope he keeps on doing this kind of stuff, hyping stuff. He's an ultimate hype man. 
that's why it's like, you know, I mean, obviously Dwayne Johnson's a good hype man, but I think Jason Momoa, there's just something about him, something about his charisma, something about his just, you know, just him that feels more authentic, I guess you could say. I think it feels more authentic when it comes to him hyping stuff up and we just got to be patient. You know, it's always fun to speculate. It's always fun to speculate. But again, not everything is always just Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder. That's why when everybody's like, oh, Maestro Zack Snyder, I'm going, I don't think it is. You know, it's just like, um, I think we just got to like pump the brakes sometimes on that. I mean, you never know what's going to be happening in the future. We have this whole new regime. and got this whole thing that's been happening. And I think um, it's going to it's it's positive. It's positive. It's fun. It's fun that, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel and it seems like some shit's really going to be coming down the pike. Uh, we got four movies that are going to be coming out next year and then we're going to get announcements for further movies. So, you know, it's just good to be a DC fan right now. I know some people, you know, some people, certain groups, small groups that aren't liking what's happening right now. But hey, we don't care. Don't let them discourage you for being a fan of DC. All right, guys, that'll be it right there for uh, today's show. Uh, members only. If you want to, uh, you know, stick around, of course, we're doing a members only post show stream. Look for it on your YouTube feed and uh, make sure you guys are subscribed. And of course, that notification bell is on. Smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Share the stream if you want to. Of course, you get to follow me on the various sock meds. Patreon if you want to support on there. I'm trying to post uh, things that I hear. I'm trying to post daily on there. It doesn't always happen, but hey, I try. So go ahead and uh, subscribe to that if you want to. And then, of course, look forward to my first reaction for Black Panther Wakanda Forever tomorrow. I'll be posting that as soon as I can. I'm watching it at 4 o'clock tomorrow, so expect it around probably 7, 7.30. It's a long movie, so expect it then. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. I'll see you guys in the Vodka stream on Friday. And members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Talk to you later.